I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Movie talking for four guys. Four guys talking films. Hey, you guys, look. I know I'm just the dude that carries the bags, but it seems to me we all play an important part in this group. I mean, we're just like a big, delicious banana split. Fred, you're the big banana. Daphne, you're the pastrami and bubblegum flavored ice cream. And Velma, you're the sweet and sour mustard sauce that goes on top. Still looking. There are a lot. Oh my gosh, there's, I'm only halfway through. I'm not reading. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 392. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He would have gotten away with it, too, done away. You darn kids. Mm. And Pamela Anderson, what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, the gang invites you to hop on into their shagging wagon for a total PG ride down to the coast to help us solve the mystery of Scooby-Doo 2002 in the case of there's something rotten about these tomato scores, man. <laughs> hey, Sackers in the back. Mind your manners and be careful around Randy's vegetarian hash bar. Randy, Randy Roo, how high are you? Scott, <laughs> up here. Can you pull over? Yeah. I got to take care of a situation brewing in my pants. Mm. Earlier, Ibbett and I were having a not-so-friendly farting contest. And I think there may be a disembodied turtle head leaking protoplasm into my Scooby-Doo underoos. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Wait, come back. Friends don't quit. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Turtle head. Yeah, all over the place yet. Brilliant as always. Yeah, it's something. It's something. Also with us, Randy Ramburgers Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. And uh, thank you, everyone. We really appreciate your praise. It all started when I had a great idea for a podcast that Scott told me. That's right. I, uh, you know what? This movie, it really brought us together. And mm. I just can't do this ego thing anymore. Mm. I, it's, it's important that I stop thrusting myself 
out in front of the whole film sack team. Mm. So I'm going to ask you to please turn your attention to the most beautiful and brainy of the four of us. No, well, okay, yes, that's also me. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> I need to stop talking mm. and let this individual who's wearing a tiny, sexy, vermilion skirt with the apricot turtleneck sweater mm, <laughs> speak for us. Go ahead, Brian Ivett. <laughs> a crush. Nice. It's like a typical Saturday night. At, it there you go. There you go. <laughs> Wearing purple. Also with us, and uh, just talked about him, let's make it official. Brian Creepy CGI Face Ibbot. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Jeez, Scoob, here we are, stuck on this spooky island, trying to find the ghost that's haunting this creepy amusement park. At least I met Mary Jane. Have I mentioned that's my favorite name? Anyway, Scoob, <laughs> we've got to go weed through the clues so that we can smoke out the bad guy. You'd have to be a dope to think we'd just sit here on this cushion listening to the Doobie Brothers and not help our friends. I mean, I know we have a chronic case of fear, but you're my bud and we gotta tell the bad guy that his ass is grass but first i'm hungry could you help me open this can of bisque wow can of bisque can you buy bisque yeah. in a can is that a thing you can do though can you go can i go to I the store campbell's i imagine campbell's has bisque in the can some sure. kind of bisque all right well then right. that makes it the perfect intro well done that was me well, if, gotta, if willard gotta, ever gotta, passes away you got it yeah you got i've got to send you i've got to send you my draft for that greeting like i Did was like <laughs> i was like it <laughs> didn't occur to me to be sco- uh, to be shaggy though i yeah. was i was like trying to come up with all the puns and i couldn't figure out <laughs> whose voice to put them in and i was i was thinking about going all the <laughs> yeah. if it went glad, uh, if it went full glad shaggy. we went in different directions yeah full shaggy you never want to go full shaggy but you did it anyway and i and i i, I think it's great that you did by the way it sounded an awful lot like this oh yeah a little bit like uh just impressions yeah does shaggy pretty right. good anyway the movie is scooby doo it is 2002 scooby doo and uh not 100% sure uh, if this is true, but I think it might be the first, well, certainly in a long time that we've done a PG rated film. It's been a mm. long time. I think it, it has been a while. Yeah. I think about that. You're right. It was very PG and I, I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. I felt it too. It's, the original plan for this thing was not to be so PG. It was supposed to be a little darker. They were going to poke mm-hmm. fun at the original series a bit more. <clears throat> they were aiming for PG 13. <clears throat> Shaggy was going to be an actual stoner, not just uh, veiled references mm-hmm. to the fact that he was probably a stoner. And Velma and Daphne had a side relationship, a little bit of a lesbian action there. Oh, going really? On. Wow, they really. Uh, yeah, they were gonna go like the Dukes of Hazard style. Like, just, I kind of wish right. they would have done that. No. Like, I wish they would have gone all the way. You know, like no. the Brady Bunch did that and did it really well, where they they yeah. made fun of their Brady Bunchiness. Yeah, I. But I think I think that I think the Brady Bunch plays to that. I think that would have just destroyed this. I I don't think well, it would. And well. so did the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this and this and and ultimately it came all the way up to Warner Brothers saying no, you're making you're giving us an edit that's PG. Right, right. And yeah, so that's what it. got. I'm a little right. su- I'm a little surprised you can get away with uh, at least in 2002 and maybe even today uh, as much Sarah Michelle Geller cleavage and still say st- stay 13 or PG and not 13. I don't know why that struck me. I read some, I read some weird trivia that says that <laughs> there was some CGI uh, downplaying of oh, yes. Lady boobs so this this comes to james gunn and uh i think it, this is our first james gunn film is that right uh right yeah earliest one we mm-hmm. haven't done slither yet 
Uh, mm. So you're right, so, I believe. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to just admit something. Mm. Despite the fact that I've seen all of the movies, I never knew that James Gunn was a person who existed until about three months ago. Well, more than I, that. Like, you, oh, knew, really? you knew I'd it in 2013. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You right. got to remember, I don't watch trailers, yeah. and I and I definitely don't watch like the Tonight Show and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I can't. I came along one day and opened up Twitter, and it was like James Gunn, James Gunn. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Mm. And then, uh, oh, directed Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay, well, I saw them. I just never really thought about this person. Mm. Well, and, I, I knew and him from now the Slither I know days. The Slither, the Slither was like, a cool movie. That was a great movie. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, now I know he's like a crazy edge lord, and we're able to <laughs> go back in time to 2002. <laughs> And see the beginnings of his edge lordiness, and I'm not sure that I believe all this trivia. I, I guess Ibit hasn't read it, but Gun Gun has been making claims the mm. last few years about Scooby Doo, oh, about yeah. how they made an R-rated film with nudity and so on, right. oh. and then they had to edit edit it and CGI it out. Is that true? I think he's a little, I think he's a little tongue in cheek. I I think that he's just spreading that well maybe the it was the tongue in the know. cheek that put it over the r rating i don't know man right <laughs> Might depends have been. on whose tongue and whose cheek yeah where and where that cheek was located geographically <laughs> but anyway the, the james gunn um i mean prominence did happen with the first guardians movie for sure the guardians movie that's and that's where i first heard the name james gunn was after the first guardians movie yeah that, that, that was like right. all right that's a completely different tone than any other Marvel movie. I love it. Mm -hmm. Who did that? Yeah. And, uh, and for me, it was Slither. I knew same. who he was from that. He directed and wrote it. And I thought that movie was super cool. It's a great little horror movie we should watch on the show sometime. I think it's, it is oh, yeah. Slither, right? Saw that, Slither? Saw that at the, yes, it, it is Slither. I saw that at the theater. And yeah, I remember seeing it back in the day and going, wow, this is, whew, this is different. It's out there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And then uh, I always knew his brother because this is embarrassing, but I would watch the Gilmore Girls with my wife. And, that's uh, not embarrassing. His brother Tim Gunn. No, not Tim Gunn. That's the ready uh, designers. Not that guy. <laughs> his Make brother Tommy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other guy. I can't think of his name. But he's he's Peter also Gunn. in the Guardians movies. He <laughs> plays one of plays one of um, Francis Gunn. James. Oh no, no that was, he was uh, born too. I can't remember his no. name. Kirk, he plays Kirk on uh, on the Gilmore Girls. Anyway, so I went down that rabbit hole and I was like, oh, these guys are brothers and looking at them working together and all this. So I kind of had a, a, you know, a thing and he's been in the news lately because everybody dug up his old tweets and they were all kind of rude and lewd and, and they fired him from Tattooed. the third thing. And now you got, <laughs> he got Drax threatening not to be in it. And it's a big stinky stink, yeah. but, uh, but that's not why we did Scooby-Doo. No, Scooby-Doo no, no. just oh. showed up on our list. Right. Right. It, and it's, and it's perfect for this, for what we do. Like, and, and I feel like James Gunn is James Gunn making a PG film, not making writing. You know, inserting all of this uh, weirdness into this PG film, and it doesn't really end up being good. Yes, yeah. do we agree? Yeah. It doesn't really. I think so. what? I think wait, wait, it's, wait. It's not, what? it's not enough of anything in any direction. It either needs to be, all right, go full on, embrace the, the, the you know, the cartoon and just be a live action version of the cartoon, or make jokes about the stereotypes of the four characters. Uh, well, I think. Characters. Yeah, I, think I agree. From our recent, I'm, I'm going to disagree because I think from our recent viewing, we've seen what happens when a movie goes to full embrace or beyond. Okay, so what, the, the okay, so yeah, yeah. So let's say we went with the Flintstones. I think maybe they didn't go far enough in the right direction. And then you look at uh, Speed Racer, and I'm like, okay, you went too far. And I feel like from the original spirit, the source material. 
I feel like this was pretty good. I think I, if you're a kid, you're a 10-year-old kid, I'll, I think Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. is great. Like, if I was 10 and this was right. a movie, if, if I, you're, I, okay, I would yeah, be if very you're saying, If you're saying you wanted a movie, if you want a movie, right. okay, so if you want to continue the franchise of Scooby-Doo to continue to aim at the target audience has always been targeted towards, which is I how I think it should have been done in the yeah. way it was done, right. yeah. But if you're thinking, oh, we need to capitalize on the nostalgia and, and serve this to the now adults, who were appreciations for you know Scooby Doo back in the seventies? Sure. Then that would be a totally different movie, and I would not have enjoyed that. I think yeah, I might. I just, okay, I'm going to agree with you that that's what they did. You know, the the the, the separation you're making is a correct one, but I'm going to agree with Ibbet that I think I would have enjoyed it more had they really leaned into the other stuff because I am an adult and I would have preferred that now. If I was ten, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I'm yeah who I am now, I would be like yeah, really lean in on the fact that these guys were stoners and that. Uh, ascots are dumb and uh, scrappy Doo's the worst character ever and they did a, actually a pretty good job of the scrappy Doo thing i think i think the scrappy Doo thing was kind of brilliant um, yeah i mean the anesthesia was the only thing that really hurt them on that and that was just a just a technical issue of the time by the way really quickly uh james gunn four brothers yeah. uh has four brothers patrick gunn is a senior vp at artisan entertainment brian gunn is a screenwriter who works with um in partnership with their cousin mark gunn uh brian and mark wrote the mtv movie together and are executive producers of the same uh, uh coming tv series the same name matt mm-hmm. gunn wrote and starred in the winter of the 1997 sundance film festival and sean gunn that's the is guy. the actor is the one you you right exactly starred in uh angel and uh gilmore girls and yeah, all that yeah <laughs> and now and and he's great in the two he had an even bigger role in guardians too i like him in guardians a lot he's great Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, uh, so I just want to I just want to say I actually have an eight year old, and this has been a strange year for us in film sack. Now I realize he's older than he was, you know, three and five years ago when we were watching lots of movies for film sack. But right. for whatever reason, this last year we've we've watched Gremlins, and like you said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we watched Batman, uh, uh, Speed Racer, and and uh, so on. And uh, we're starting to hit, you know, some PG movies where I'm like, oh, I could watch this with my kid. Mm -hmm. He loved this movie. He was attached, like from the eyeballs to the screen. He was (laughs) attached to this film. (laughs) And and it gives you it gives you a, a different perspective. I don't think it helps you as an adult to see it through the eyes of an eight-year-old because the movie you're you're then going oh wow this movie really panders with the visuals with the sounds you know yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and where do we and where do we lay it at we lay it at an amusement park on an island i mean the the whole thing is just yeah it's it's like yeah even the color scheme the color scheme is like son of flubber it's just like yeah uh you know, this is so aimed at where it's aimed, and it and I and I think it probably gets gets right where it needs to be, and it was enough to make a sequel, despite what we may think of it now. And not only a sequel, but two Cartoon Networks shows that really didn't have any of these original cast. So, but, what, no. why are we attaching those to these movies? Is it because like the producers of the films are also owning the TV shows? No, I think it's just because it, it it created a, a renewed interest in the franchise, and so mm-hmm. they made are the new stuff. Dunaway, are the made-for-TV movies, uh, are they live-action? Same kind yes, of thing? Yes, live-action. Yeah, it's that mixed, it's that mixed uh, you know, three yeah, the, with, right. with live-action. Correct, yeah, correct. And, Roger Rabbit know, style. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, you're, if you didn't like this, you're probably not going to like the others. <laughs> no. So. No, no, I didn't see those, but <laughs> I have a feeling those are real bad. <laughs> I'm right. it's it's this without sure. the money behind it right <laughs> exactly i feel like 
I feel like my kid watched a series called uh not a series, a a film called Scooby Doo the Mystery Begins and it was all mm, animated. Right. right. Oh was, yeah. Yeah. This was after the movie. There's been plenty of renewed interest in Scooby Doo over the last, you know, 10 15 years and so we've we've seen uh some movies spawn from that as well as a new TV series and is either one airing new, now new or comic? Yeah, uh, is it still running? That's a good question. Um, um, there was something coming, or or it's already here. I can't remember, but it's more of a modern right. take on it. Like the style is a little more. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't call it Teen it is, Titans. It's, a lot more... it's but it's kind of like that, you know, like Teen Titans right. Go a little bit. From what I saw, but I don't remember when I saw this. This could have been years ago. I don't remember. It, it was it was recent. It. It's mm. uh, what's new, Scooby Doo, mm, uh, and apparently, I believe it is still. Let's see. Uh, no, I think that one has completed its run. Maybe that's the one I'm getting confused with. Let me see which one is this one. Yeah, see, that would be the that would be the only way I'd continue watching any. Be cool, further Scooby. Scoop- is that it? Be cool, Scooby Doo. I think it might be it. <laughs> any any anyway, any further Scooby Doo stuff. The only way I'd watch it is if they did it as a. Teen Titans, Powerpuff Girls style. Well, good luck animation. because that's exactly what they got in Be Cool. Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. But they've had some kind of weird uh, two-hour animated movies, like Return to Something Island, or you know, yes. junk like that. Oh, those were yeah, they were coming straight to video for a long time. They yeah. Oh, look at this okay. adventures. Wow, I'm yeah, not sure. Cool it's like the artwork is kind of like uh like a weird Family Guy meets. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, this is weird. It is weird, but it it's, is fun. Weird. it's fun. It's it, it, fun. I've watched a little is bit it? of it. It wouldn't keep you keep you interested for long, but I, it's it's yeah, fun to watch. Yeah. I want to I want to hit a reset button though on this thing. We all grew up watching the original series, sure. right? Well, reruns right. of it mostly, but yeah, they weren't really like, making are, new ones what, when we were kids. But. What are your What are your memories of that? Uh, great times to be alive <laughs> i mean you know bowl of cereal uh right exactly uh, spooky house they gotta look around turns out the ghost is really old man what's his face and yeah, yeah. i mean it really Scary. is the formula that just is right. repeated with the same For, thing just different location and different ghosts yeah and, and the it. thing and they make fun of it in this movie but the thing at the end where it's like i would i would have succeeded too if it wasn't for you kids and that stupid dog like that was yeah. in every episode right. <clears throat> they always laughed at the end and it was Scooby going hee hee because he did something dumb. I will right. you know what I will bet you it isn't I will bet you it's like where are my dragons and when you actually watch the original series the unmasking of the old man Smithers only happens a couple of times what just, oh, no you just way. remember I'll, it happening nah, every episode. maybe maybe I I mean, I, I'm willing episode we, we started then a demystify right uh, away from the supernatural to the natural world and they had to uh, do that every episode. Yeah, every episode was about a supernatural thing happening. In fact, this movie kind of breaks the, that rule, and it kind of bums <laughs> yeah, me out. Yeah, yeah. but because uh, the X Files with a dog, right? I, I don't. Uh, again, I don't have clear memories. I just remember that there was a real Wizard of Oz thing going on with every, with every episode of Scooby Doo, and it wasn't always that clean one bad guy thing where you pull a mask off or whatever. Like I felt like. The very opening scene of the movie did a good job of summarizing a, a lot of episodes, but it's just like when I remember back to Scooby Doo the original series, it was like 
we're going on a wacky vacation with the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, you're talking and about the later. There stuff. wasn't right. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the later, stuff. the later stuff. Whole series before that. Yeah, but like, this right. the the oldest series was the thing we just I think we described pretty well. What you're describing right. is kind of here comes Scooby Dumb, here comes Scooby Scrappy Doo, Scrappy Here comes yeah, the right. Globetrotters. Like here's all the crossover with the other Hanna Barbera that, stuff. Was that the difference between? Um, just playing Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo, where are you? Because there was a there was the TV show called Scooby Doo, where are you? And I don't think that was the original. I think it was, wasn't it? Was wasn't I thought where you was the? Let me look. Let me look. Scooby I'm pretty sure that's the original 1969. Yeah. Uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Started okay, so then. the original one was Scooby Doo, yeah. where are you? And then it was like, right, yeah. Then, Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah, then you get it exactly. Then you get the ABC stuff, which is the Scooby Doo show and Scooby Doo's All Star right. Laugh Olympics. Yeah, and yeah, F yeah, that. Yeah. F and that's what Randy that. remembers, I think. Yeah. There's also a Scooby Doo. Where did they go? Oh no, wait. I'm yeah. sorry. This is. A- <laughs> <laughs> this is a video well, about where do the characters there is go shaggy and scooby-doo get a clue scooby-doo mystery incorporated there's the be cool scooby-doo there's something even more recent than that called scooby-doo and guess who oh oh i haven't seen that one what is that one that sounds terrible that is uh on may 23rd 2018 boomerang announced that a new scooby-doo series oh yes scooby-doo and guess who is scheduled to be released sometime in 2019 the series is currently slated to uh, air on the boomerang service uh, Mystery Inc. gang teaming up with a variety of guest stars. Oh boy, including uh, Halsey, Sia, Bill Nye, yes. and this guy. Now, no, that, that is the, the guest Camel. stars. The That's guest reasonable. stars. They need to Urkel. only. They need to only be Burton Cummings, Randy Bachman, and Gary Peterson. Yeah. Those are the only guest stars allowed. Yeah, sound like they're gonna go, series. They're gonna go Bill a little further. Tyson. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Someone t- write me and tell me you get that joke. Uh, they might. Someone will. Yeah. Hey, the thing is, uh, yeah. that sounds like the one I heard about now that you're mentioning it. I think it hadn't come out okay. yet, and I think that's it. And that yeah. sounds kind of terrible. Like, kind of does. Yeah. Are they gonna uh, little love boat? I mean, it's got to be. So it's gonna be animated. Sia walking around with like hair in front of her face. Yes. Yeah, we gotta go find the ghost. We. Then she'll say, watch out for, for the some chandelier. Reason. Look out for the chandelier. Sorry, for what? some reason, I feel like the only episode of the uh, newer Adventures of Scooby-Doo, when they were doing all the guest stars and stuff, I feel like yeah. Ibit only saw the episode with Cher. Is that, <laughs> is that accurate? Is that true? Is no, she I on there? The, I totally saw the uh, I totally saw the Harlem Globetrotters one. Right. The, uh, uh, who else? Uh, wasn't there a Don Har- what, do you mean, what do you mean the one? Yeah. Like I, I would, I would give no, you, I would give you the one if it was like Elvira. I feel like there were seventeen episodes of Scooby Doo with the Harlem that? Globetrotters because yeah. it was more. It was Harlem Globetrotters were on everything else. They were on one episode of Scooby Doo. They, they were on the D- Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and then they were on. Uh, they were on everything. Boat, everything. And then they ended up on Fantasy Island. Now, and then, on, yeah. on the uh, Gilligan's <laughs> Island, wasn't wasn't that the actual movie where they were getting off? Yes, the island. Yeah, but- well, yeah. Somehow the Harlem Globetrotters helped them get off the island. Yeah, yeah. I like. Oh gosh, <laughs> is that the one where they were getting off the island? I'm glad that you. Right. Yeah. I was like, well, man, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys. I'm sorry. They, were, they had actually, they had actually left the island. Oh. They weren't. They weren't planning it. They were actually on like a grass and bamboo type boat or something. Oh, here's a list. By the way, here's a list. So. Uh, Harlem Globetrotters actually had their own Hanna Barbera series, and that also yes. might be why you're thinking that they were on all the time. Right. But they also had uh, the special guest Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, uh, I Andy, love those. Sandy Duncan. Wow. <laughs> oh. 
the Adams family, Cass Elliott, uh, Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas, Phyllis Diller, Don Knotts, and the Three Stooges. Perfect. I do remember Don Knotts being on there. Yeah, I absolutely remember yes. Don Knotts. I think they he drew his uh, big old bug eyes. I mean, just had like yes. outrageous Andy, bug eyes. Andy, yeah, he's great. <laughs> Here's uh, Cass Elliot. That's a weird. And, but I'm, Andy Duncan is a weird one to play. Right. Most of the most of the celebrity actors would hang out with like uh, Fred and Daphne, and but it seems like I remember Don Knotts hanging out with Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah, because yeah. they yeah. all yeah. kind of fit into that category. He was a of, goof. Yeah, he's a goofball. Yeah, a little bit goof. Yeah. 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 Here's mm. uh, here by the way is a bit of the theme from the original 1969 cartoon. Just for just for reference, here you go. It's very reminiscent of what I remember. That's, and it's just them hiding oh, in a house, fantastic. running across Man, got, the room to the same door. The other guy just exited. Uh, nights and are you sure? And, mm-hmm. Are you sure they started the, the original theme was reggae? Because I, I feel like the <laughs> reggae was a variation on the original. I don't think theme. this is reggae. Hold on. Yeah. No, no, that was that was 1969, man. Yeah, the, that wasn't reggae. That was... followed, if the drum beat followed the staccato guitar, then it would be reggae. But it's uh, yeah, reggae. that's not reggae. That's more like uh, that's Close. Partridge Family era stuff, is what that yeah, is. Right, yeah. just kind of like bad drums and shitty guitars and and all that. But I remember, I remember this as reruns, and then it was our generation that was had it forced upon it the whole Scrappy Doo era. And I remember thinking uh, Scrappy Dumb was or Scooby Dumb was kind of funny because he didn't really say anything. He was just stupid. Yeah. But then. But you could actually understand him easier than Scooby Doo. So. Yeah. Figure that out. But then, yeah, that made no sense. But then you got. Uh, uh, by the way, voiced in this film by Frank Welker. We always get him in movies. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did all the mm-hmm. creature voices and stuff. But <laughs> he uh, that's that's when it got started getting bad. And I feel like even as a kid, I knew that that was bad. Like, yeah. I knew Scrappy-Doo was a mistake. I was sure. Of oh, it. yes. Oh, we all hate it. Well, that's the reason. Now, that was the one thing that was, I think, aimed at our generation was to bring along Scrappy-Doo. And it was actually to, to make him the bad guy, to make him the foil of this entire thing. And they even tried. What really made me mad, though, was I was fine with him being the bad guy. But then at the very end, they wanted to kind of leave it open that he could come back because... He was under the influence of the Necrocomicon or whatever. He's like, what was it? <laughs> was it? Was it Necrocomicon? It was the uh, Necrocomicon. Uh, it was, I never guess it. What was it? It was the uh, oh, what was the, what was the device they had? The 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 hell the the Hellraiser uh, puzzle the box. Dark hold. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, had a dark hold on. Like it wasn't his fault. The Damon Rita. Damon Reich is right. Yeah, right. I think the, I was the right. Damon Rikus. What are we saying? Da- what? Damon Riker. That's what it was. It, it was Damon Riker. Damon Ritus. Damon Ritus. You got it. It was the Damon Ritus. That's it, what it was. I have a bad case it of was, that. It's a problem. Uh, there's, doctor, yeah. there's a piece of trivia that someone wanted to do the movie and then uh, walked off and refused to do it when he found out that uh, Scrappy oh, yeah. D was in the script. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't, I I don't buy that. Is that it's true? Like, that's hilarious if that's true. I love that. It's like you just can't, you cannot overstate how much all uh, Caucasian American men freaking hate Scrappy Doo. We have mm-hmm. like a, we have like this this genetic predisposition to hate right. this character so much. Yeah. I don't even know what to compare it to in, in like entertainment. I know what, what it I is. Do, I know what that, it is. He's that he's the character, you know, the character archetype in horror movies that always ends up, you know, you're always trying to hold him back. It's like, no, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna, 
going to get us all screwed over. And he just did that every time. Well, it is, uh, it's, it's, would it be blasphemous for me to say he's like the, uh, like the new kid, the, the youngest kid on modern family, uh, uh Jay and Gloria's new kid who's precocious and <laughs> yes, and, uh, yes. No, that's what I'm going to say. I don't think, I think that's exactly what he is. He's not, he's not crucial to anything. He's just this obnoxious little shit. Like it's yeah. right. He, he just comes in and going, Hey, I know what to do. We're going to, so he's always, he's always jumping out when he's not supposed to. He's always pushing something when he shouldn't. Like he's just right. a little piece it of was, rotten was, garbage. I hate that dog. It was, yeah, it was a character. Money, it was a character that we had, we had, that was kind of played with during the eighties. Uh, we, you know, almost every show had one. You had mm-hmm. like, uh, you had uh, Brainy Smurf and the Smurfs, and right. so you have all these characters that that end up uh, through their defiance pulling you into conflict. And sure. uh, we don't need it. We hated it. We hated that character. We, it was easy enough for for Scooby and uh, and Shaggy to you know be driven to uh, food to create the conflict. We didn't need Scrappy Doo. Also, it no. goes against type because uh, Scooby Doo and even Scooby Dumb <clears throat> were weird because they kind of could communicate with people and kind of could right. talk, but it was a lot of row row and things like that because there was always a rough in there. And that was a consistent canonical thing. You bring on this little garbage puppy who's got full use of the english language Mm -hmm. oh my gosh just crush him under the van he was the evolution right he was the next step in in uh evolution for these great danes right (laughs) is that is that the (laughs) well didn't wasn't he just one of like I seem to remember, and I'm trying to remember good examples of this, but like in 80s cartoons, 70s, 80s cartoons, if they felt like the show was getting stale, they felt like they had to add yeah. a new character. I mean, Simpsons even made fun of this with the, the whatever that dog. <laughs> or was the it a cool dog? Yeah, the Simpsons did that. Uh, uh, Homer had created a, a a character. Yeah, like uh, a dog with sunglasses or something. Right. My, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, you remember, remember that, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But to to in, reinvigorate uh, the the series, yes, you add a new characters. It's a cheap, easy way to do it, and you make them hip and cool. Uh, that was much more, I think, '90s fare than than the '80s, though, wasn't it? But I don't know. I think I think we were aiming a lot of times. Like after Star Wars, we saw that a lot of our uh, a lot of our stuff that we were watching, they would inject a robot. You know, it's like, oh, right. you know what this needs? Well, it needs a, a droid or a robot. So, I mean, isn't isn't Jar Jar kind of the Scrappy of the Star Wars universe? He scrappy really the... is. Yeah, he really. You know is. what? Yes there you go. No. that's a good one too. I think that's a good comparison. <laughs> it's really hard to it's really hard to explain though. Like, I realize I, I realize I'm kind of on the record as saying I, I I don't trust Bill Hanna or Joe Barbera's instincts and as far as I can pick them. <laughs> like. I, I get I get that like it's just not a great idea, but there's something else there about the obnoxiousness of it yeah. that it just transcends things that I seriously just walk out into public with a with a recording device and ask people like uh, j- just ask them what's your what's your least favorite character from animated TV shows yeah. and I'll I'll bet you Scrappy Doo comes out comes oh, up yeah. like seventy percent of the time yeah. pretty quick yeah. yeah so like this is a, if this was a question on Family Feud you know it'd be like the number one answer right yeah be... somebody thought it was funny they were just wrong like mm-hmm. they were just wrong <laughs> right exactly. and it's okay it's okay to admit it it's fine whoever did that whoever's idea it was whether it was the Hannah dudes uh, or the Barbera guys or somebody else in the room. Who thought that? Hey, you know what the kids are into? Uh, obnoxious right. little yeah. troublemakers like this dog. 
uh, it's okay to admit you screwed up. It's fine. It was a late night. And You're even, all living on pizza right, and coffee. Right, right. I get it. Even it even <laughs> it even took me. Now I was aging out, but it also uh, detracted me from even wanting to see uh, a pup named Scooby Doo because I was so convinced uh-huh. that. It was you know, just going to be scrappy. It was just, yeah, if yeah, yeah, if Scooby-Doo was a kid, then he would just be like Scrappy-Doo, just a little did, too scrappy. Yeah. Did they ever have like a little uh, cute sidekick, sidekick on like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Transformers? or Not really. Uh, like, no, orco, was there an orco of Transformers? No, not not in Transformers. Uh, they were the kid, the, the human kids were the. Yeah, but here's know, where they okay. screwed up. Now, Brian brings up a good point. In He-Man, you have Orco. In uh, Thundercat, you had Snarf, 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 whatever. Snarf. So you had these dumb characters, and they were always in there, and it's an th- accepted thing. In Scooby-Doo, even though it was named after him, Scooby-Doo is that character. So right. when they brought Scrappy-Doo in, they're breaking the law. It's like, yeah. you've already got your little sidekick comic relief. You don't need to add another layer in there. It just pushes <laughs> Scooby like, to the side. Oh, look, you open up this Russian nesting doll and there's another little Russian nesting doll inside yes. it. Yes. Only it's not it's not identical to the previous one, only smaller. It's totally different. Yeah, Imagine yeah. if you opened up a Russian nesting doll and inside was a smaller scorpion. And you're like, what the hell? I it's, not it's how try, this works. It's trying yeah. to fight you, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, with it's, all that said, yeah. I gotta say, Matthew Lillard was the star of this movie. Oh well, oh, I mean, look, well, he's the best cast for sure, right? Right. I think best cast. I think uh, Linda Cardellini's good casting. I think uh, uh, the worst casting is Fred. I yes. think uh, he's really Freddie bad. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it, about, but yeah, you know, it I wanted been. to come up. I wanted to come up with like some ideas of who would have been better and who was popular at the time. I think Hayden Christensen for me was at the top of the oh, list. Wow. Like, who would have been, been awesome. a better Fred? <laughs> that would have been great. He would have been all right. Fred was more hunky uh, than I yes. than this shows. He, I, I think Freddie Prince Jr. is pretty hunky. Uh, you don't think he's hunky? No, he's kind of small and spindly. He's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't have I anything. He's hunky. I like him. I don't think he fit, I don't think he fits it. And also I think I, got I, a, I agree that they could have done better, but I also think that they did just fine. I thought I think he did a an okay I job. I mean, because he is could the most better. vanilla piece of cheesecake you're ever gonna see. Which is what Fred is. Well no, I'm right? saying that's what Fred is, so it's a hard character to cast for, is what I'm saying. It is. Because yeah. no matter what, I mean, when you're he, casting for somebody, you're looking for somebody who's gonna bring something exciting and dynamic to a role. But your source material is the most white bread piece of flaky toast you ever ate. You know, like Fred is ridiculous. Fred has always been ridiculous that way. And everyone well, else has Freddy. the color. Yeah, no, I know. His name- <laughs> you can't just hire him because his name is Freddy. Right. Well, and, and Even his was- IMDb photo looks like he's bored with oh. Freddy Prince Jr. Right. <laughs> when, we, when the movie like started and we first lay eyes on him, it was kind of jarring because he he doesn't look like Fred to me. But also... I, it was a, a moment of remembering. Oh wow, he used to be famous. Like he used yeah, to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like what? What is the deal? Like how does a guy like Freddie Prinze Jr. make all these movies and he's really high, like a list actor for mm-hmm. such a brief time? And then we're like, eh, we're over him. Yeah, people are still. Uh, there are more Sarah Michelle Gellar projects in the works than there are Freddie Prinze Jr. For sure. projects without a question. The but, last, the last thing he really did was. We all believe. 2014 Star Wars Rebels, but yeah. You do have to give him uh, credit. Oh, that's right. He was in Rebels. You also got to give him credit. Uh, He and Michelle Geller married since 2002, uh, a Hollywood uh, marriage. That would have been my full-time job. I would have quit too. I'm just just married (laughs) Michelle. That's that's all I'm doing. And that's the thing. Like, 
I, I, we always have to remember that these aren't slaves. Like they can yes. make some money and go, okay, I'm done. I, they're not, yeah. they're not right. bound to keep making exactly. movies and, and, and so on. I kind of uh, admire that, favorite... to be honest. I admire when a, an yeah. actor mm-hmm. does that. Cause it's like, you know what? You, why put yourself through that? At some point you, you, you acknowledge where you're at with your career and you go, yeah, I'm either going to have a big resurgence at the very tail end or uh, whatever. I made a bunch of money. And I'm really into raising these kids, and I think I'm going to focus on that. I don't need to be on TMZ every day. I don't need, you know, the, yeah. the attention. And I kind of, I don't know, I admire it when it happens. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think it is, though, you know, sometimes you decide that you're yeah. leaving, you're done with show business, and sometimes the world decides that you're done with show business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But being able to accept that, if it, yeah. and if it's the world deciding, that's okay, too. Just go, well, all right, I guess that's my, that's my cue. I'm going to. And not let yeah. it kill you, not let it destroy you that your ego is so fragile that you can't be the popular thing anymore. Like right. I think that's a the, a rare gift in time, Hollywood. Yeah. At the, at the same time. Uh my last memory of Freddie Prince Jr. on screen is in Boston Legal. Oh yeah. Uh which uh, you know, had the great character Denny Crane. Yeah. And he played Denny Crane's son, Donnie Crane. Yeah. And it was a it was a ridiculous goof. It was a total farce of a character. And it, and at that moment you have to go oh wow you've really fallen from starring in major films, and you know so it's like he was definitely getting knocked down for some reason for, for I don't know for being too pretty or whatever yeah it could have been tall poppy syndrome yeah where you're just too popular and then exactly you just become exactly. the target mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. could be because he was he was hot for a minute man I mean everything every time you turned around. Yeah, but if you think about the body of work, it's not great. I mean, Scooby Doo. Oh no, and... we've we've seen him on film sack before, and he he was kind of crappy in Wing Commander. Yeah, him and Matthew Lillard were both in Wing Commander, uh, and they mm-hmm. and that's not a great movie. I'll tell you what, though, uh, of the entire cast, the one that I finds find other roles most interesting is Matthew Lillard. He's done amazing body <laughs> yeah, of work, so and good. my favorite thing recently was a season or the second season of Goliath on uh, Amazon Prime. Is a weird season, but he plays this uh, character in there that is super interesting and really well kind of fleshed out. And I was like, oh, I could go for more of him like right now. Like this is an interesting actor at an interesting point of his life. This is not shaggy at all. This is like a like serious mobster business. He's great in it. So I'm well, all he's for, got a I'm fallback plan now, too, because he is he is welcome any day of the week back into any Hanna-Barbera production of Scooby-Doo <laughs> to voice Scooby-Doo. So, I mean, he's got he's got a lifelong, you know, job if he wants it. Does he do other, does he do voice stuff that's not connected to the live action movies? Has he done that? Yes. Yeah. Let's yes. See. For example, mm-hmm. uh, Supernatural did a weird crossover <laughs> oh, yes. episode. I love that episode. Mm. You've seen it? It, like, just came out a couple months ago. Well, I uh, yeah. He's do, a, do you not watch Supernatural every no, week? No, like, no, like on, everyone else on the CW alive now. You don't I watch. I just watched it this past shows. week. I watch seasons of TV shows two years later in the whole season when Netflix gets them. Yeah, but there's still like a ton. Of, there's a ton of people like Dunaway still. We just forget. Then why there. do I have an antenna in the air and I'm, I'm watching Supernatural on know, my DVR? Man. No, Ryan, Randy, Randy's uh, misinformed. He, it's while it's true this we are a growing uh, a growing population, and I'm with him. That's how I do it too. There is still millions of people who watch shows. Man, I'm so excited about the new season. Yeah. I just yeah. yeah every every time every 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 new thing that's coming on this yeah. fall. It's I would love to see. I would love to see uh, HBO completely end the world 
by releasing the entire last season of Game of Thrones all at the same time, all productivity oh, wow. would come to a stop. Yeah. We would all we would all sit and watch 13 hours of television. <laughs> it would be like you know? the, the national holiday, basically. Like, uh, you know, be... oh, yeah, kids, the grocery stores are still closed. Uh, people still watching Game of Thrones. Yep. Economy that's will a, take and a that's hit. the thing it because tv now is more of this like uh cultural come together thing than it's ever been uh i go to the office uh, on a monday morning and say to my coworkers, hey uh, what did you watch this weekend and we watched something we did not watch something that uh, you know came out as one episode live on television we all watched something that was just released friday night as a season uh, you know like that's just what mm-hmm. everybody seems to be doing yeah, yeah. yeah. except um, for brian no, I, I, I. Oh, except for you, you mean? <laughs> no, I do it. Yeah, except for me too. But I do. Yeah, I do no, both. I do both. Oh, I totally. Uh, we, you guys we know I watch a lot of TV. It. You guys know I watch a lot of TV, right? No, oh, yeah, yeah, you're a TV <laughs> God, guy. Yes. Well, you mostly okay. just have it on Blu-ray and special editions, right? Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I want to say. I want to say one thing about this episode of Supernatural, though, because it it is the. Uh, it is the return of Matthew Lillard and Frank Welker to those voices. Uh, it is an animated thing, right? So the mm-hmm. supernatural guys uh, fall into uh, you know an episode of Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has uh, Kate Micucci as Velma. Oh, I like her. And yes, I know, and she's perfect. Mm. She's great. Yeah, uh, if you're not familiar, she uh, that that show. What's the one with the baby that you? Uh, hooked me up with Scott. Oh, the, uh, um, the, the, the Raising Hope. Yeah, she's great. Raising Hope. Yeah, oh, she's great in that. that. She's part of Gar- oh, Garfunkel and Oates, yep. the music group. Yeah, there yep. was on Big yep. Bang Theory for a while. She's, she voices Sadie and Steven Universe. Yeah, she's I mean, just, she looks like Velma. She, no, she's <laughs> a little. Exactly. She's a little pixie that looks like Velma. Like she is a. She's a hoot. I like her a lot. She I is. had no idea yeah. she played her. Uh, and, and also, yes. you'd look at her and go, "Oh, you look sixteen. She's thirty-eight. Like she's just wow. one of those people that never ages. Like she'll always be. That's amazing. Twelve. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I had no idea she was involved in any of that stuff, but I do like her. Uh, anyway, what was the point there? Oh, um, oh, he's also on Bosch. Hold on a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matthew Lillard was on Halt and Catch Fire uh, for a season. He was on Bosch. He was on The Good Wife. Uh, he was in the last season or this most recent season of Twin Peaks, which was fantastic. And he's he's great and weird and, and you know, fantastic. And I never it. knew. I always wanted to ask Scott about 20 years ago yeah. in your neck of the woods was SLC Punk a thing. Oh, it was huge. Yeah. People love that. Okay. People revere that movie here. SLC mm-hmm. Punk, which oh. came out in 1998. So it's a little older. I don't actually associate it with it, To me, it feels so far away from any of the other things we know him from a mainstream point of view. So like Scooby Doo right. feels like six hundred thousand miles away from SLC Punk in terms of time and space, mm-hmm. but it really isn't that different. This is kind of early in his career; it's late nineties, and that movie uh, is a local. Well, I mean, at the time anyway, I don't know how how it is. To, I don't know how it's perceived today, but anybody who was growing up during that time, or even if you were in your twenties in that time, that was like a huge deal around here. We love that. Can we also talk about the only IMDb listing I've ever seen where five different people play the same uh, lead singer of a band that's Brian Ebbett's favorite band? That was that was great. Sugar Ray? Yeah. <laughs> Sugar Ray. 
Oh yeah, Sugar Ray. Like uh, five different people are playing. They're all Sugar Ray in the. No, the band is called Sugar Ray. The lead singer is Mark McGrath. That's right. Sure, (laughs) but we all call him Sugar Ray. You know, we do. Yes, we do. It's like Alice Cooper. There is no person named. Well, there now is. Like I think Vincent Furnier finally did just say, "Screw it, I'm changing my name to Alice Cooper." But he'd had enough. There's no Leonard Skinner. There's no. uh, There's nobody named. I've never felt like Leonard Skinner, but I have always thought that was Sugar Ray. I'll be honest with. I'll, I'll be along with it yeah. just, are they the i'm just talking post. about the imdb listing because i've never seen an imdb listing where it's and starring charles stan fraser as sugar ray craig bullock as sugar ray matthew murphy cargus as sugar ray yeah mark mcgrath as sugar ray i'm like oh oh i know that one that's a weird one so let me ask you this this is the four post yeah. bed band right that's their song that is famous Every morning there's a yeah, halo hanging on the corner of my girlfriend's four-post bed. Yeah, that one. Okay, that's, that's that the one. one. All right, I don't care about that band at all. So what? So, yeah, seeing uh, them in here. Yeah, talk about talk about being hot for a minute. They were hot. Don't for you a just want to fly? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were like this bad. It you wasn't can, like ska. It was, it was like there rip was a off couple ska. of summers that you could not escape them. It no, was, I, I agree. Like, they were like yeah. an oil that you couldn't get out of your carpet. <laughs> this, this movie just happened to be filmed during one of those summers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you look at the cross section of this film, and you've got Pamela Anderson. You've got that, you know, aside from Sugar Ray, you've got that style of music that was popular for about 18 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You've got, um, I mean, it is such a, it's it's a movie where if if we didn't know this was made in in you know the late 90s early 2000s we would have said wow they really jammed everything about the late 90s early 2000s yeah, into yeah. this film on purpose mm-hmm. but it just yeah. happens that it was <laughs> yep and i actually i like i want to defend this guy i think mark mcgrath is a really good uh singer for this particular style of music sure i yeah i find sure. him i find him very compelling like i've i've been to see a sugar ray concert they were not on the top of the bill but they were like I, I just I don't understand the the hate for Sugar Ray. It's it's it's. Oh, I don't think good. I don't think anybody on here hates them. I don't hate them. No, I just don't no. like the band. I don't like the music. Never did. Hmm. Don't know why. I, that's okay. I think and that's okay. the thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I have this I have this whole category in my head called beach ska reggae. Mm. Yeah, and I see that beach beach ska <laughs> reggae is is a is a very peculiar and wonderful thing to just put on and have playing while yeah, you're see that's why they, some, this, some, this is where we diverge this is where, no this yeah. is where we diverge because this is my problem i don't you're gonna go ska go all in if you're gonna go reggae go all in don't come in here and mush them all up it just sounds like garbage <laughs> That's why I don't like it. it, it that was my it, biggest Scott, problem. And I know you would love this. He made an album. He made an album in 2009 called Music for Cougars. Yeah. Oh, I have the album. <laughs> and I think, I think Mark That's McGrath kind of is funny, a, actually. Yeah. 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 I think he's, he's amazing to watch, too, as a performer. You got to admit, he's, he's, he's fun to watch. Is he, though? I don't know. I, I liked him in the green eyes. That was cool. Other than that, yeah. yeah. Would would Harvey Danger be a second bill oh, on that uh, ska beach? What was it? What was beach ska reggae? Yeah. Let's see. Harvey Danger. Hold on. Uh, flagpole sitter. Oh, sitter. yes. Flagpole sitter is great. Um. Yeah. That's the era. That's well, the real, stuff. Real big fish. Or uh... what else was there? Who were the guys that went? Uh... Oh, I can't think of any names right now. The '90s bands that all sounded the same. Gwen Stefani? Uh, no, listen. The early they were really Scott and great. They yeah. kind of diverged later. I, I agree, but so, yeah. Okay, so I actually, I'm just looking at a playlist that I made a long time ago, and it's got, <laughs> it's got Smash Mouth and Supercat. Of Everclear. course. Uh, yes. 
Oh, Everclear's uh, another yeah. great example of this. Yeah. It's got it's got Gin Blossoms, Third Eye Blind, Uncle you Cracker. Know <laughs> you know what's great? These these songs have finally fell into mall music. So yes, you'll absolutely you'll be cruising yeah, them, you'll be walking the mall in this kind of music display. It's got it's got Matchbox Twenty, Eve Six, Spin Doctors. There's just a thing that's just always it always works. It's always acceptable. You could just put it on. Mm. No, you, you think can turn it, it is, off. but people are really just rolling their eyes. You can just turn no, it off, is what I'm it. saying. I'm, I'm never going to turn it on again. I'm only going to turn it off. It was a weird I, time. I, I'll bet in uh, 10 years you're like, oh, I just found this great uh, Spotify Remember? playlist of like all these 90s songs, and it just takes Cre- me out. Oh, I love Created 90s. by Randy Deluxe. One of, my <laughs> favorite, one of my favorite times in music is the 90s. It's just that particular offshoot didn't do it for me, and I don't know why. I had trouble selling, settling oh, in on. Oh my gosh! Kill me! I now, had trouble. Freaking... I had trouble settling in on the music in this in this movie. I loved the music. It just felt like it was so much of it. It sometimes felt a little bit heavy, and I was. Oh, I was but I, I loved it. But it was just so much of it. Everywhere. I swear there was a bunch of outcast. Was there a bunch of outcast in this in this eh, movie, or am I just imagining a bunch? Like bit. three or four songs. No, yeah, a little bit. Mm. I don't know who redid. Uh, who redid gonna... the Scooby Doo song at the top? That was actually kind of a cool cover of it. It was all I right. I didn't feel like Outcast yeah, was around in in that early, were they? I don't know. Ooh. Outcast, yeah, two thousand two. I think we had Outcast by then. Oh my gosh, the Baja Men were around. The yeah, they, and they didn't let the dogs out in this one. You would they think. Did not. Oh yeah, no I, kidding. You think I, bet there's like trivia, a I bet there's some trivia <laughs> there that they couldn't do it. Randy, give us the trivia. <laughs> Brian, Brian, according to the official listing, there's yeah. only one Outcast song or or Andre Benjamin or Big Boy song in this entire movie. Wow. Really? Okay. They missed I think out. I remember there being some kind of controversy about the Baja men who let the dogs out being in another I'm, movie that couldn't use it for this. Maybe. I can remember something I'm not that. seeing maybe. any Outcast in the in the soundtrack yes. list. Am I looking yes, at the yes. right? I'm, you must not be because uh, the, the song Land of a Million Drums Land by Outcast. Oh, performed by Outcast. There you go. Oh, so it's Did not their song. It? It's like a it? well, it's like a what do you call it? Like no, a cover it just, there's just so much other stuff written by you know like uh yeah, Killer Mike, Sleepy Brown, produced. But yeah, I just I just didn't see it right away. You know Here, what was a total waste for this movie though what? with Scooby Doo? <laughs> what they did not ever really tie in the Nunez. He was there, but he the never name. really became a true part of the movie. Wait, who's Wait, the, the Nunez? Was, Miguel A. Nunez, oh, oh. the voodoo yeah. voodoo chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was right. he was trying to he was he was warning them. He was a warning yeah. sign, which he did in the original. Yeah, but series. He's, a, he's a MacGuffin, though. Exactly, he's yeah. a MacGuffin. But yeah, I was once, hoping they would wrap him up a little bit better. He just chicken the bucket. Yeah, have, I have. got Nunez on the line. Chicken sacrifice in the bucket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Once once that whole thing gets debunked, and that's it. Just like the dude with the uh, it's true. The, the the fire with the holograms in it. Once oh, yeah. that got. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. Uh, his actor's name yeah. or or his in in Gutuna? Because <laughs> it was Stephen. It was Stephen Grimes. Gutuna. Yeah. But his, his <laughs> so, name uh, was in Gutuana. We haven't even talked about how the bad guy in perfectly normal Scooby Doo fashion. Uh, well, it's Scrappy Doo, but we don't know it. Um, anyway, right. you, it's Black Adder guy. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Bean. Uh, uh, oh, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson's in this. Yeah. Right. So Rowan he's Rowan he's slumming it. Uh, 
here in a Scooby-Doo movie. And uh... But actually, I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, wow, Rowan Atkinson actually looked good. Like, he, he was a good-looking actor. I love that When he's guy. not making his bean face? Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> I like Rowan Atkinson a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. I've I'm enjoyed everything. Are you guys everything excited about uh, the new Johnny English Strikes Again coming out? Kind of. Did you guys like the Johnny English? I liked it. Kind I of. I didn't realize there was a new... Oh, I did know that, no, there was yeah. a new Johnny English. My problem with out. the Johnny English movies and the Bean film adaptations is that they lose some of their British origins uh, yeah, in, the, in the translation. Because the, as British comedies go, uh, Bean, Blackadder, that kind of stuff amazing really good and Mm -hmm. but also quintessentially british the minute you try to turn some of that stuff into movies i don't know you get just hollywood involved i kind of want it i want it to go more towards spoofing james bond right Mm. and it really Mm -hmm. it it really it definitely makes fun of james bond yeah but it doesn't really like pull hard enough from james bond for me yeah it's a little Mm -hmm. get smarty for its own good. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which bums me out, because I think he's smarties. great. Get smarties. <laughs> get I'm smarties. looking forward to it, Brian. I <laughs> I love I love that Emma Thompson is in the film. I, nice. I, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll go. I'll see it. I like that mm-hmm. guy. I like that guy. He's great. I mm-hmm. watch old Bean episodes. Me and my grandma, before she died, she died at age 89, uh, but for years, me and grandma watching Mr. Bean, old Mr. Bean episodes on PBS and laughing our so heads off. Fun. Yeah, it was like this one. Hilarious. <laughs> There's two yeah. memories I've had of her. One doing that and the other her and i sitting and playing galaxian on a sit-down cocktail arcade model galaxian <laughs> right at the oh, you know, i do worry about the slapstickiness of it because growing up watching mr bean i loved it and i still i still love it but you know what somebody loved three stooges back in the day and thought that was funny yeah and for I, whatever just, reason, I just don't find it yeah yeah but for whatever reason i feel like i can like he can get away with things that that regular slapstick is the turnoff like the things that that i hate usually about regular slapstick for whatever reason the way rowan atkinson does it is really really funny yeah he's this whole whole thing in rat race i think you know is he's the the unsung star of that movie yeah he is great in rat race i forgot about that that movie that movie hinges on him how good he is in that movie it absolutely does yeah Yeah. it make me want to see it but only because he's in it He's also right. one of the best voices in like Lion King. Like the guy for a while there, that dude was all over the place. Yeah. He was the mm-hmm. the preacher who was trying to do the four weddings and the funeral wedding, the thing, and he was great oh, in that. Right. Yeah, he's just great. Mm-hmm. That guy's great. Um, all right, I got a fun trivia piece here, uh, real quick. Frank Welker. We talked about him being the voice of Scooby Doo in this. Mm-hmm. In the I didn't know this. In all of the uh, Scooby Doo cartoons, all of them, he was Fred. Did you guys know mm-hmm. that? Oh. No, I didn't know that. He's been Fred since like day one. And really? In this one, they're like, "All right, be Scooby now." <laughs> Frank Frank Welker. I don't know if we give him enough props on this show. That dude's everywhere oh, in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe one of the most prolific voice actors of all time. Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to That's think. It. If you had like a you know a top three or or a lifetime achievement, it's got to go to that guy. He's just in every damn thing, and he's done every voice of everything, and he's in modern things and old things and dumb things and great things, and he's just everywhere. Right. Well done, he Frank is. Welker. Good job there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, and then it also says here, I don't know if this is true. It's funny my voice cracked there because what I'm about to tell <laughs> you. Uh, Matthew Lillard says he would scream for a very long time to make his voice oh. all hoarse to do these shaggy imitations, so he would like spend a bunch of time in his trailers going, Rah! 
<laughs> before he came out. <laughs> I believe wow. it. Which I which everybody was fine with. They're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's do that. Ruin your voice for the future. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, Richard Marks. Do you remember that guy? Uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the musician, singer? the singer. Yeah, he, I hear he's going to be right there waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wherever I, saw, I go, whatever I, saw a, I do. I saw an interview with him like 25 years ago where uh, he said he he would he would try to wreck his throat in order to get uh, the rasp to get that, that raspy really singing. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I can see that. It's a cool that thing. Seems like that's a hard. really dumb thing to do as a singer. It well, does. Like like an unsustainable. Know. Like you're not going to be able to maintain that level of well destruction to your throat maybe for a long he, period of time maybe he? he knew that he was gonna have a very brief peak <laughs> right well, you know what Good. Right here. yeah where is he now is my question what's where, uh where, the pachanga casino uh saturday night at 6 <laughs> right. p.m for yakov smirnoff right you know james hetfield of metallica during the earlier years he he did a lot of uh a lot of damage and mean things to his vocals but if you listen to his later albums he got a little more he went a little smoother sound to save his vocal cords i hmm. didn't even go far enough down guys if you look at richard marx's live events coming up it includes places called the star gold coast hmm. north star mohican casino yeah. and oh, i'm not kidding he's playing in boston at city winery i actually thought you were joking so really this is uh this is yes. the, oh, I didn't reach does, far enough down. Wow. What does? Oh, I did not know this. New out. respect for Richard Marks, uh, married to no. Daisy Fuentes. I did not know he was married oh, really? to Daisy Fuentes. Mm. Oh, okay. Hats off, my friend. All right, well done. She's a very beautiful uh, volleyball beach player lady, right? That's her deal. <laughs> that <laughs> she too. was an MTV uh, VJ. Yeah, but one. before that, that was my that yeah. was the thing I knew her but from. But what that she was famous the, for was the volleyball beach. Uh, stuff, and then she got the the then TV gig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that was the uh, home videos, that's right? Put her on the map. Yeah, she was. I she thought, was a lovely. Woman. I thought he was married to Cynthia Rhodes. I guess well, they got. Two thousand fifteen is when they got married. So. Oh, okay. It shows you. It shows you that uh, even the best balladeer in the world can't, uh, you know, can't hold on to. <laughs> oh, there they are. <laughs> There's wedding pictures. Oh, they're adorable. He looks all right. His hair is not what it used to he be. Doesn't he, have to, the, he doesn't have the mullet anymore. No, right? no, no, not even close. Boy, she is. I'll bet. She's I'll bet you gorgeous. he brings it back eventually. She's beautiful. He's a. He's kind of a. a looks like a little bit of a weed, but she's. she's <laughs> yeah, he's a weed. He looks, <laughs> I think I've he never, just looks. I think uh, he looks like a handsome guy. He's fine. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, I think he just looks grown in a lab. He doesn't look. Uh, like he doesn't look. I have never heard I have never heard the the put down looks like a weed that is just (laughs) that is the first time in my life I've ever heard that well uh you know you're free to use it anytime you like if you'd like to use it anyway let's talk about normal people some more yeah let's do Um, it just regular people Matthew Lillard he's a normal looking guy Uh, he's very compelling blah 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 let's Let's not miss our chance to talk a little bit about Isla Fisher. She was such a revelation in this movie. Wait. Every time she's on the screen, you can't take your eyes off her. I realize oh. her name is a ba- is a bad, crappy joke, but she was just perfect for this weird little throwaway role. The Mary oh, Jane yeah. character, uh, I, sure. I wanted the stinger scene at the, in the credits to not be Scooby and Shaggy eating peppers. I wanted it to be Shaggy and Mary Jane. I don't know why. I just wanted them to be doing something in the van. Oh, she's <laughs> she's a uh, rebel alley in the Arrested Development 
uh, season yeah. four thing. I did not yeah. know that was her. Oh my gosh. Weird. Yeah, without the blonde hair. I mean, basically, every, she's she's a redhead, and she's in uh, she's been in everything that uh, Apatow I think has made. Yeah. If not, it just seems like it. But she's fantastic. Like really, really. And she's yeah. And she was she was in the scene that was the only really part that I felt like was super creepy, and that's when uh, she gets nailed in the face by that that branch when they're on the four wheelers and she looks <laughs> oh, yeah. over at scoob and she's like, oh, like yeah. and pulls her pulls her uh yeah around. yeah that's fixes, creepy. fixes her face that was super creepy well that was weird cgi but <laughs> yeah, yeah it's weird yes the cgi is kind of bad but it was it was effective yeah. in how creepy it was yeah yeah well well done for her i didn't realize that was her at all and uh, that she's come a long way since this weird part on scooby-doo good job did not recognize her at all until you guys are just now talking about her. Just did not even click with me until now. Uh, I, Sco- Scooby-Doo, by the way, this film released. This, imagine this. This is where my time, my understanding of time and space gets crushed. Scooby-Doo is released the same day as Wind Talkers, which sounds way older, and Born hmm. Identity, which sounds way newer. Oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. Isn't that oh. weird? O2 is yeah, Born Identity? Yeah. What, the, what, the, what the hell? Where did all that yeah. time I go? Know, I don't know, Shag. <laughs> what the hell, Scoob? Oh, no, I had, a, I had quite a Mandela effect with this movie early on. When we first see Pamela Anderson, mm-hmm. I really genuinely thought that she had passed away a few years ago. That's... And I was like, I was like, oh, wow, Pamela Anderson. That's so cool. Man, rest in peace, Pamela Anderson. And I was just like, <laughs> wait, wait. She's alive. She's totally alive. Yeah. Mm. But why? By the way, all right. So she hires the mystery machine group. The mystery machine group. The mystery, mystery you know Inc. About, or, mystery, mystery Inc. Mystery. Or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. Hires them to uh, get the ghosts out of her toy factory. Turns out to be the janitor, the or whatever. Loop, right. 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 Best why? Best why does she show up driving the mystery machine? I I, I was know. curious about that. I mean, it's not unheard of. And on the you know in a team for for you know the people you're working for to show up in your van, but that was kind of weird. I thought. <laughs> Wait a minute! Really? Did like, people you know, ever weird. drive the like, a team van that weren't the a team? Right. You would be like, yeah. While we're getting the bad guys, you make sure you, to drive you our car around. <laughs> you come on in. There is weird. No, no, no. But that's a that's a trope in a lot of different in a lot of different. I like, full like, keys the glove box. I'm just trying to get over Brian Ivett's impression of Mr. T saying, "While we get the bad guys, you drive our car around." Like I remember, I remember times as a kid watching like the Dukes of Hazard and the Duke boys are in some horrible trouble and Cooter yeah, yeah. pulls up in the General Lee. Yeah, yeah. and and I you agree. know like because, like that's a that's a thing. I I I, yeah, I yeah. totally bought it in this movie. Yeah, I but so. I didn't buy was that the Jenner could afford that really cool uh, cosplay of the Luna Ghost, which by the way is my favorite and the only time it ever oh, really yeah. shows up. That's, that's a great character though. Very visually. cool character. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Uh, I was about to tell you guys a thing. Oh, gosh, dang it. Oh, here it is. Uh, uh, I thought that Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar met on the scene, or met on the set of this film and and then got married. I thought that was the thing, and it wasn't. I was so Mm. disappointed. Another Mandela effect, I guess. But it was, I saw what you did last summer that they were in together. Yeah. What did you guys think about that film? That's not good. It's a bad horror horror movie. But I enjoyed it so much. I loved it at the time. Mm, this I don't was, know, man. This was back before I'd seen a lot of movies, and it was like, oh, it was exciting <laughs> and for comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was so thrilling. <laughs> it that felt movie. so it felt so new 
at, at the time. Yeah. I remember thinking, wow, this is a, what a fun idea. Yeah. Uh, well, and, but I mean, had, had Scream 2 come out before? I know Scream 1 mm-hmm. kind of did this whole resurrection of the, the jokey horror, you know, right. new generation of jokey horror films, tongue-in-cheek uh, mm. horror films. Would you say that's the origin? Probably. I I think so. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Certainly in the modern sense, I can't think of because uh, mm-hmm. back in the day it was like airplane and and top secret and that that was your form of of mm-hmm. of taking genres and flipping them and making fun of them or right. whatever. And then Scream was right. more like this genuinely freaky, scary thing, mm-hmm. but also super tongue in cheek and referential. It did in a smart way, but they didn't just go okay, wink, wink. They said okay. We know you're here, but we realize we're in a horror film. Yeah. But they didn't, they never really winked at the audience. They no. just said they, they knew they were, they were in a horror film and that the realities of horror film apply to them. Right. Wait, Lillard was in Scream as well. He was in Scream yeah. and I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no sorry. That's Freddie Prince Jr. Wow. I Know You Did Last Summer. He's, oh, right. Okay. He's, a, right. but he is also in uh, uh, the one with Freddie Prince Jr., the one we saw. Um, yeah. Wing Commander. Uh, Wing Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Which didn't Wing Commander also have Gary Busey's kid, Jake Busey, in it? Yes. Didn't it? Or I remember that wrong. I don't <laughs> might know. Be, no, you're remembering Starship We've Troopers. Seen too many. <laughs> it might be Starship We've seen Troopers. Too many. I We're probably at maximum. Am. I'm doing this. And by the way, this happened to me really bad the other day. <laughs> and I may as well just share this here because it also happens to FilmSack. But this will give people a, kind of a context for why sometimes we conflate these movies. Yeah. I was watching uh, that Goliath series, finished season two, and then immediately rolled into new seasons that I hadn't yeah. seen yet of Bosch. And then the next day, when I tried to recall what I had seen, I had them all mixed up. Like those two, right? Those two are so easy to uh, to confuse. Yeah, they, and I they're all to, uh, mashed up to the point that me talking about it was worthless because I was just like, "Wait right, a minute, right. he's not in that." I that had to be. Yeah, that's why we watch like careful. a yeah. we watch a British Bake Off season between stuff like that just to kind of clear the <laughs> cleanse the palate. That's so a good idea. That's a great idea. I almost idea. made the mistake of rolling right into Scooby Doo Two last night, and I was like, "No, I better not do that because I will get so confused." Yeah, it can happen. You got to be yeah. careful there. Uh, all right. Well, I think I can do clips now if you guys are in the mood. Oh, there's no. By the way, what gross got out is nothing. Nothing grossed me out. It was fine. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of slime mm-hmm. and snot, but there was it was. Yeah, but none of it's. It's all oh, just really? like. like- uh, Scrappy do sneezing on everybody, or was Scooby sneezing? No, no, it was uh, it was Isla Fisher sneezing on Scooby, right? Yeah, they didn't bother right, me. Right, that right. was fine. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. Like none of that, and but the, the, just the whole park your brain at the door because everyone's supposed to think Grandma's on the plane, but clearly it's a Great Dane wearing a dress and a hat. Like, right. it just it's it's too silly for me to find any. I mean, the closest I got was like people going, <sighs> and then green oh. mist coming out, and then people yeah. horking it in. That's a little gross. Oh, yeah. but sure. The whole Sugar Ray giving you their Sugar Ray Gross got up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I actually, I actually want to put a trope alert on that on that trope, Scott. All right. Got one. Here you go. This film maybe leans too much on the paper thin disguise. Mm. There's oh. way like I realize it's a it's a trope that's like set in the Scooby-Doo universe. Sure. But I was just like, I can't enjoy this because <laughs> the paper thin disguise is so paper thin. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I just feel like it could have it could have done better. There are so many other films where I love that trope. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Have, have they, you like, seen the Mission Impossible series? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> it's true. Yes, but, and I but, like it. But the and, but the and, case of this is like you said it at the beginning. It's torn from the the cartoon in a very 
literal way. Like the cartoon always did this. The Scooby would dress up as something dumb or Shaggy would be the lower half of Scooby's upper half and they'd yeah. sneak onto something and confuse everyone about who that tall guy was. And it, like, I feel like they were just assuming we were all cool with it. And it turns out live action is hard. It just, yeah. it, you know, it reminded me of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where uh indiana jones uh puts on a hat and pretends to be a scottish art collector oh right and i'm like i'm like right i i want to go watch that movie yeah that's what i want I that's what it, it, it made me feel you want to see the entire thing i just we just kim and i were on uh, a little trip for our vac- or our uh, anniversary and we saw all of the uh, indiana jones movies except for four because it doesn't exist um and <laughs> it was a really good time and um by the way this has been the craziest thing this is a good film sector thing to bring up i had pointed out on twitter that a lot of people forget and we've talked about it before but people forget that temple of doom is a prequel not a sequel mm-hmm. and i am shocked how many people came back and had no idea people like chris Metzen were like sworn, i didn't know that. i could have sworn i brought that up here on yes. films oh you totally yes, have we, you, we talked have. about it on film sec many years ago but yeah. i didn't know until like late 90s that this was the case and so many people including people that i follow and they follow me that are like published authors and like i said metzen and a few other people like that wrote and said what are you kidding me what? i had no idea and they it, literally they're doing a terrible job in that movie of letting you know that this was something that happened all, before raiders just the beginning saying you know, nineteen thirty something. Yeah, but nobody pays back. attention to that. I figure, right? Like no one's seeing the date, and they and they all just assume, well, this is, and that's why I think people thought it was weird. It was like, where's Marion? And you just did mm. the dark. How, how come you're in India doing this weird thing with this kid and and this lady who's annoying as hell? And hey, <laughs> hey, hey. But but I always I, liked Temple of Doom, but I didn't know either when I was a kid. I had no idea it was a prequel. Like, I like the idea of uh, the next Star Wars movie falling in front of force awakens i think that would just be fascinating if if everybody went to see star wars and were like what is going on yeah why are oh, all these I, I think we've already done that with the i was about to say you know we already have enough trouble with star wars trying to remember enough timey-wimey with uh, the star right. wars uh series. yeah i think people are <laughs> skeptical in a way that they haven't been in a while for star wars so we'll we'll see what they do with nine uh, all right, here's some clips. I have a number of them, and they begin with the wrong location. There we go. Uh, begins with this one. This is Shag and Scoob talking. Hey, Scoob, that was fun. Let's grab another skateboard and, like, do it again, huh? He's more. It's almost like he's doing a Casey Kasem impression better than he does. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, I know it was Casey Kasem. Like it's like saying he's doing a really good impersonation of Robin, you know? <laughs> right, right. Super friends. Yeah, good yeah. point. Good point, but he really nails that. Like, like there's a cadence to it. There's a hard to explain. All right, here's something I call it Lover Boy. I don't remember what it is. I am a lover boy of George Clooney in proportions. Okay. No, yeah. That was the janitor. That was the janitor. Yeah, talking about Pamela Anderson. That was kind of interesting. Yeah. Line. George Clooney proportions. All right. George Cloonian, even. Not even just George Clooney proportions. George Cloonian. Got it. Uh, Here's an example of Roque. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's so. I don't know. Scooby's fine in this, by the way. Like, if you're yeah, if you're going to criticize this oh, movie, yeah. one of the things yeah. I can't level at it is the the portrayal of Scooby Doo. The character is dead on. They got it. Yeah. 
It's good, you know. The CGI could be better, but uh, you know they got it. That that is it exactly. I mean, it's the, the the CGI is so distracting sometimes that you forget that they really do nail the character. They really do do, well, and they also yeah. they also did a really good job blocking all the other actors. Like they interact with Scooby Doo really seamlessly for me. I uh, I especially noticed it uh, at the end of the film where. Uh, both uh isla fisher and uh, matthew lillard have to like reach out and touch scooby-doo yeah and i was like i don't know what was there what was actually there it may have just been you know a piece of wood yeah but <laughs> they really they really pulled off the the seamlessness and it felt like there was a big animated dog you know, now that them. you said that it's funny the entire usually i'm really um i really notice these kinds of things and and, and i notice when it's weird like you can watch roger rabbit and appreciate what it was for its time but you can definitely also go. Um, Bob Hoskins is looking the wrong direction, or you know, right. or yeah, the, right. the thing yeah. he's holding is wiggling out of control. Like none of this is working exactly right. But you appreciate the effort. This thing, I never once just went, "Oh my gosh, that looks so dumb," because mm-hmm. clearly there's no dog there. As bad as you know, as early as the CGI is, I agree. It's like they pulled that off. It didn't... I want to think that they had a little Andy Circus running around. Uh, yeah. With, uh... <laughs> with the dog head and foot, foot with, pads that they were with, using as a, with insanely it. skinny arms yeah. like that's the thing i was who's the person yeah. who doesn't have arms that right would fit behind that dog yeah and how do you how do you block that stuff out i don't know how that stuff's done but it's pretty pretty good for its time uh, that, we'll yeah. give her credit for that uh here's your black adder guy i was afraid i was gonna have to lug those all the way up to the hotel ah but that's what spooky island's all about realizing your worst fears there you go. Rowan Atkinson mm-hmm. doing what he does. Here he is again. Rawr, rawr, rawr. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Rawr, rawr, rawr. I don't know what it's for. But... Uh, st- oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, yeah, that annoyed me. Spookapalooza? Spookapalooza? Rookapalooza. All right, uh, here's a clue. Well, here's a clue. Purple is a fall color. It's the middle of May. That guy made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know Nunez. what his deal was. Do we know? Is he supposed to be somebody I know? Because he, he. You don't know who that is? Who, yes, Nunes. That's who I was talking about earlier. Oh, that's who you're talking about. That's the Nunes. He's great. Yeah, he's been a lot of films watched. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He reminded me of. Um, Larry David's buddy on Curb Your Enthusiasm for some reason. <laughs> he was DJ in Street Fighter. Larry, yeah, Larry. We've seen him yeah. on film We've seen many before. times. Just recently, I think, what, a couple of months ago, I think we saw something. Uh, Larry, Larry, it? Larry. You going to let him talk to you like that, Larry? Larry, Larry, Larry. I just, it reminds me of the guy on Larry. Or, uh, Larry oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooth. Uh, S- smooth, whatever his name is. Yeah. I love him, and it reminded me of him. Yeah. And you're Smooth right. He is DJ on him? Street Fighter. What the crap, yeah. dude? Jesus. All right, well. Yeah, I love him. But because his only real line in Harlem Nights is, You broke my nose! Yeah. The character that he plays in Harlem Nights is literally named Man with Broken Nose. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty he, great. Uh, wow, he's on the whole season of Joey. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Friends the whole spin, run. And he, and he survived yeah. uh, to make other things after that, which well, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. well yeah, rest in peace, Joey. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I kind of like Joey, but whatever. Here's a, here's a, I don't know what this is. This place is like uber creepy. Yeah, Rober creepy. <laughs> I don't know, it's into the ruber creepy. He's just so good with the rubers and the R's and stuff. I liked it. 
Um, sorry. It's but... such a weird speech impediment. Like when they're coming up with the way a dog is going to talk for the cartoon, like, right. uh, we'll just have, uh, every, he just, he don't, the only consonant he can start a word with is R. How's yeah. that? Well, because dogs say roof. Yeah. Oh, Raggy. Right. Yeah. Well, I also say barf, barf. <laughs> Did they say barf or bark? Do they go barf, 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 barf. Little, little dogs do that. So like you said, Ru- uh, Bruber, Bruber, creepy, <laughs> braggy. He'd call him braggy. Oh man, bouquet baggy. <laughs> 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 All right, they missed an opportunity. Uh, maybe you've sold me on the R. Yeah, the R probably works better. All right, here's a sorry. I don't know what this is. Sorry, bro. No big whoop, dog. Yo, did you catch that new vid on the box? True that. I'm up to Stizna on all popular trends. Word. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> the new vid on the box. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the brainwashing alien, uh, not alien, but whatever, uh, videos that were, t- t- <laughs> they were designed to train people who had been infested by the demon face things whatever all that was if that part's hard to explain i don't want to get into it, it. it sucks it is a weird thing when you when you actually have actual supernatural stuff mixed in with your fake supernatural stuff on the scooby-doo thing usually yeah. it's all like oh he did this with wires and this was like a little smoke machine that he had hidden behind his cape yep but then they actually have like a cauldron of of everybody's souls their consciousness floating around yeah they broke that rule i don't think they should have broken that rule I think that rule matters in Scooby Doo mm-hmm. World, and I understand the temptation in a big movie. It's bombastic summer entertainment. You're trying to, you know, do it's that. Like, and also, it's like having a really good movie series where it's always something kind of cool and and earthly supernatural, and then deciding for the fourth movie that you're going to have aliens be the whole source of. Uh, okay, I, I I get that, but but the movie also takes the whole process a little more seriously. Mm. And if yeah. if the entire series had been in this universe these people would have eventually figured out, oh, all we have to do is walk around demasking everyone and we will find the person also didn't, who's been doing the thing. I also didn't like the the spin they took on the uh, the the team being celebrities. I, I didn't care for that because it, it originally when they would explain everything, they would explain it to the officials, right. the police, or you know, the mm-hmm. person who owned the place. But in this one, you know, they would show up and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't care for yeah, that. Like an entourage, yeah. It was, I, I don't know yeah. why they did that either. I, like, like, go ahead. If you're going to have these things in the cartoon that just defied disbelief, just go all in on the movie that way. You already got the dog right. thing, so just do it with everything else. We don't need to mm-hmm. – you don't need to explain that, oh, they're famous. That's why there's a big deal or mm-hmm. they're this or that. Like, just, just simmer down, guys. Make a movie. Simmer down and make a movie. <laughs> Here's uh, something I wrote called Sorry Bro. All right, well, here it is. Sorry, bro. No big whoop. Oh, I already played that. Here's this. Here's great new scoob scoob burp. Here you go. I'm going to use that all the time. It's pretty good. That was the dog. And then he's farting. Except that was was Matthew Lillard, I think, was farting. Now, I'll bet, uh, Randy, you can confirm this or not. Did your eight-year-old just think that scene was the most hilarious thing he's ever seen? Um, not really. Mm. Uh, would, it was way more eight. the. Yeah. It was the movie really lands for uh, my son on things like their skateboarding in while wearing a barrel, and you know, like things like that that are like crazy exciting. Yeah. The mm-hmm. like, I remember like when they're on the plane and Shaggy flicks him in the nose, and then Scooby just overkill punches him yeah like my my kid thought yeah, that, that was good. really 
exciting and mm -hmm, funny, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but not as much on the the fart and poop jokes. And I just want to, for the record, all of the Mary Jane jokes right over his head. No oh, idea. I would and hope so. Jeez. <laughs> well, we you got to re remember we we live in a time now when that stuff is all really normalized. Like it's it's legal here. It's like. I, I I know my kids' friends' parents are doing you know doing but I marijuana think, at home. But I think the term Mary Jane is like oh, is, sure. just as, is as out of fashion as jazz cigarette. You know, right. like <laughs> I, no, I hear that, but the movie is really dripping in marijuana references. Like this movie has a hundred marijuana references, and I I don't think a single mm. one of them worked. For Wait, me I'm confused. I I thought they were referring to the shoe. <laughs> yes. Did I miss something? Shoes? Yeah, oh, sure. it was all about her shoes. You're right. Yeah, nailed but it. It was a star. It was a. It was a Spider-Man reference. That's what that was. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch the whole thing now. That's fine. Just don't do this. All right. How about this one? Oh, is, uh, I thought Fred was a little pervy toward the end, and here's proof. I can look at myself naked. All right, Fred. <laughs> calm down, buddy. That's nothing Fred yeah. would say. For the They're, real Fred would never say that ever. Yeah, it is and a they, little uh, yeah sexual harassment if you switch bodies with a woman, yeah. and the first thing you do is look down her shirt. Yeah, I've seen yeah. I've seen better dubbing in uh, Godzilla movies. Uh, that was not <laughs> that was not good. You didn't think that was great? <laughs> that was not great. All right, I can look at myself naked. He sounds like he's in a room somewhere. He was. <laughs> I'm sure, he was. Uh, he's supposed I, to be out in the forest. I, <laughs> I guess everyone's in the room somewhere at some point doing the thing they do. All right. Hey, what, what what's this? It's the fee, uh, the film sack checklist, the fee sack, uh, terrible CGI check. Humans are dumb and think a dog looks like a grandma check. And finally still kind of got a crush on Sarah Michelle Geller check. Uh, I, th I find her fascinating. I think she's great. Uh, Trek Connection, there is one, and it is Frank Welker, uh, who we talked about before. He does creature voices and the voice of uh, Scooby-Doo in this. He provided Spock's screams in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, and voiced this uh, cytoplasmic life form in the Star Trek Voyager episode, Nothing Human. He did additional voice work for the video game Star Trek Starfleet Academy, Starfleet Command 2, Empires at War, and Starfleet Command Orion Pirates. Guys Absolutely shocked that Lillard's never been in a Trek feature. Uh, yeah, I just a little bit. Can't Should believe be. it. Yeah, a little bit. He he just seems like the perfect weird green alien. Yeah, I mean, there's a few people. I mean, uh, I could believe Freddie Prinz and Sarah Michelle Geller, but uh, I don't know. I mean, some of these, like the the uh, Nunes, the uh, um, oh. the other the other the bald dude that uh, we were talking about, yeah. Antuna Gooey or whatever his name was, and <laughs> Gooey Tuna, uh, Gooey Tuna. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, he, he should have been, he should have been in some sort of star trek thing yeah well there you go those are those now let's get to the twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less let's begin with randy jordan i wrote this out <clears throat> scooby-doo <laughs> i only have two words for this movie Zoic scoob oh wow <laughs> well that's pretty good it's not bad. How'd you spell that? I'll set it to you. You need to see it. Brian Dunaway. That's me, Scooby-Doo 2002. Like cleaning your beans at Don Knotts' Christmas party, rut row, Warner Brothers didn't have the scrot to make this rated R. Wait, cleaning your beans? Did I hear that right? Was that a Mr. Bean reference? Yeah. No, they actually said this during the film. They tried to sneak it past you. 
is he i think it was fred he said uh, uh he he was referencing back he says yeah man like that time you got us in trouble cleaning your beans at don Knotts christmas party talking about scooby-doo oh. cleaning his beans and then later on the first time i've heard scrote in a film sack movie uh, when uh, Scrappy Doo told them they did not have the scroat. Oh, that's right. It oh my gosh, why didn't, that. I, why didn't I capture that? I, I, I don't know. I was watching for all the nuts and scroats. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Uh, all right, let's now move to Brian Ibbett. Scooby Doo. Too much Scooby, too much Doo. Mm. Mm. There, True. Was, yeah. there was some Doo. A little too much of all those things. Yeah. Uh, well, well done. Oh, just in. Just handed this list. Uh, this these are let's see alternate titles. They almost named the movie these two titles. Uh, first one was "Careful or You'll Get Your Ass Caught." Uh-huh. See what they did there with the ass caught. Uh-huh. 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 I like what they almost did there. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> last one was "Lose Your Glasses Four Times in About an Hour." All right, so there's <laughs> in about an hour or less. She was that was here's the thing. Her thing. That's here's the thing. Yeah. I know there are people who are clumsier than me. I know there are people who are more blind than me. I'm pretty blind. I'm like a negative four and a half. Yeah. I have never once had my glasses come off and then I'm looking around for them with my hands. I don't think I've anyone's never, that blind. Yeah. This I I have been wearing glasses since I was twelve years old. That has never once happened to me. And it's still, every time I see it, it just makes me smile. I've been it's wearing so them since I was four, I've... and I had cataracts at 44 and had surgeries to fix cataracts? those. But even when I had those and I was at my most blind, I wouldn't drop my glasses and not be able to see them or not know that I was grabbing a dude in front of me. Like, mm-hmm. it's all bullshit. Say, That's, she's full yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm also blind, and I've never dropped and lost them. However, I have taken many naps and woken up and went, where the... Yeah, oh and then glasses. you you'll be lean you up and to, realize you crushed them under your hip or something, right? Or, or you have to ask somebody to help you. I have had I have had to have my uh, you know my significant other help me look for. I'm like I can't find them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that happens to me. Bed, but that's different. Know. That's different. That's like it's under a cover. It's obscured somewhere. Like she, if she can't see that well when they're off, there's no way they're helping her see well when they're on. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> of course, there are blind people, obviously. But they can't put a pair of glasses and go, oh, I see fine. Everyone's great. How's everyone doing? I've lost them now. Everything is completely. It's bull, it's bull crap. It's always been that way. It's been bad in the cartoon. I don't know why I'm complaining this vehemently, but I am. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't complaining. Yeah. I think it's really fun and funny. It, it's like right. one of my favorite things. It's just so unrealistic. Yeah. Wait, wait until you see Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Magoo is trouble with the blindness, isn't he? He mm-hmm. really runs yeah. that. He's, he's a he's a. If you're a fan of eyes, don't watch Mr. Magoo. <laughs> fan of eyes? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. All I right. make eyes. I made your eyes. Your eyes, too. Rishi B. from Ann Arbor, Michigan, wrote in our first email, which uh, comes to filmsack at gmail.com and says, Hello, Sax. Uh, y'all should watch the Watchmen movie because I recently read yeah. for the first time the comic and I want to rewatch the movie to compare it against mm. the book. But I have a hard time rewatching movies without incentives like Filmsack episodes. It's mm. on Amazon Prime. Thanks for your time consideration and sacks thumbs up uh watchman we should be from ann arbor michigan yeah. so i would consider I wonder, that i'd love to watch i yeah. would totally consider that is do we know which version is because didn't they they came out with a version a few years ago that combined the um the curse of the black or not curse but like the black the 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 stuff that the comic has oh yeah yeah the, the black flag stuff the black oh yeah yeah because they they yeah. released it separately but then they also included it with the uh 
the Blu-ray. Oh, I didn't know that. That's right. interesting. I wonder yeah. what and version they, it they is. They integrated that into the film, which I think is the way you do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. I don't think I've seen any of that. I've only ever seen the theatrical yeah. one. So, and I really like uh, that Watchmen movie a lot. I think it's cool. And mm-hmm. I love the comic, so I'm not one of those who hasn't read the comic. I adore the comic, and I think the movie's a fine adaptation, despite a few tweaks you know, that they have to make. You always make with movies, but I'd watch that for film sack. Sure. Let's see how it held up. Mm-hmm. That awkward sex scene up in the in the owl ship, you know, deal. Owl ship. <laughs> Uncomfortable for who? Yeah. That'll change the song "Hallelujah" for you forever. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, who's I, up there? I don't know, man. Uh, who's the actor in that? Um, he's great. Fargo. Uh, the the, the, the oh, summoning yeah, right. or whatever it is. The, the summoning. He's in that horror movie series that's got a brand new. Yeah, which is that's the, a great the that's nun. a great series by the way You're i love that actor patrick wilson, wilson. And, uh, love right. he does yeah he does that that what is the name of that horror film though i can't remember now it's not the conjuring what's the other one the conjuring that's it isn't it is it the conjuring I think oh, okay maybe it is so uh, now i don't I'm, think so maybe it's not uh, insidious. 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 insidious that's it insidious I need to see. Uh, I've never seen those. I like him. However, he was. However, he was in the Conjuring. He's in the Conjuring. Was he? Oh, he is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, which one of those is set in the seventies or something? That is that the Conjuring. It's according because it seems like Insidious jumps around. Didn't they have like a backstory that went back to the seventies? So it's hard to say what you're remembering. Or I maybe even think of just him and Fargo in nineteen seventy eight. Which is what that said in, and he is so good in Fargo. Oh my gosh, Patrick Wilson, you're great. Let's just he's do be that in uh, the Aquaman film too. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be uh, not Aquaman in that. Right, movie. Ocean Master. Yeah, oh, Master of the Ocean. That's right. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's one more email we got from Keaton, who says, "Hi, I'm Batman." Just kidding. He didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really had a movie I can say I hated. Obviously, I've had other movies I didn't like or thought were boring, etc. In fact, I can say I uh, got close to hating Piranha 3D, but some parts were kind of funny. So it stays in the strongly dislike category. But Way of the Gun? Oh boy, I hated that movie. Every character was a total D-bag or creepy or weird or all three. The story had no draw for me. The scenery was dull. The stupidest reductionist worldview one-liners were so awful I rolled my eyes constantly. The one silver lining was the decent action scenes, and those were brought down by the fact that I just wanted everyone to catch a bullet so I'd be done with the movie. <laughs> I've, I've been there. I've been in movies before. I usually call those yeah. movies with no joy. Yeah. And for some reason, the characters bring me no joy, and the story brings me no joy. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And he, he says this, and this is the important part of his email. Truly the only thing that helped me make it to the end was the promise of a film sack episode once I was done. You boys really <laughs> mind the depths with that one. Keep up the good work as always. Keaton. Uh, by the way, I would present Keaton's email as the perfect, the, I would call that a perfect email. Kind of like I'd say Raiders of the Lost Ark is a perfect film. Mad Max Fury Road, perfect film. Uh, Return of the King, perfect film. Like I have all these movies I would consider to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Keaton's email is perfect. It's yeah, exactly it the kind of email He praised us like. a lot. That's the part I like. He praised yeah, us. He's funny. Yeah, more of that. He's, please. he's funny. He's honest. Uh he tells I, I, there's something about no it. corrections for something i got wrong <laughs> <laughs> nothing to complain about yeah good sentence structure proper punctuation i read it without a glitch that's really good so well done keaton everyone be like keaton uh film is email address you can use you can use it anytime you like that's going to do it for today's show uh filmsack.com is our website and uh next week we're going to do what i don't remember what we're doing we're going to watch seven 
Wait. Oh, what? Are we Finally. Really? Are we watching seven? Really? We're watching seven. Seven. Wow. What's in the box? I can't, That's right. wait to get, can't wait to get my gluttony on. Oh, man. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow, directed by David Fincher, two hours long. The award-winning seven, nineteen ninety-five, and the, and the most so, popular uh, UPS box in uh, yep, film right. history. Film history, yeah. So head on out to your backyard. And head on DVD. out. Ah, well done. <laughs> pull that, pull that DVD out of the snow and bring it back in. <laughs> oh yeah, Dunaway knows. Dunaway, Dunaway knows my my sordid history of this film. We'll talk about yep. that uh, next week. A bunch of that, and uh, yep. that's a good. It's our first David Fincher. Would it not be? I think it is. Because we didn't do Alien 3, even though we tried once, and it got pulled or something. Something like that, yeah. Pretty sure it's our first Fincher, I think. Am I thinking of something? So, Am I, uh, I can't think of another Fincher we've done. Right. I mean, his movies are all kind of great. <laughs> so Sounds bring like... your lust for movies and greedily watch this, and you'll be the envy of all wrathful people. Okay, let's do this. You did it. Ah. That was almost all seven of them. Good job. Where's, yeah, where's you couldn't fit, fit sloth in there, huh? You... I just got uh, I got tired actually. <laughs> <laughs> so you did, did fit watch, sloth in we there. We didn't watch in the Zodiac. End. No, we didn't see. Nope. I love Zodiac. Oh my gosh, what a great mm-hmm. movie too. Yeah, I don't see. Everything else is all uh, music videos. Like a lot of music videos. That Zodiac one is all about um, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, isn't it? (laughs) It it is, but it was before he was a senator and before he was an American. Oh, it's when he was killing dudes. Uh, right it's when he murdered people i got it okay we watched the game we watched the game oh that was like one of his earliest wasn't it post video yeah, one, one of our earlier videos. ones too one of our earlier ones yeah, yeah. And, and panic room we didn't watch yet right no i forgot i forgot here. that was him I forgot that was panic mm-hmm. panic room was even his we didn't ever see uh, what's 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 rolling with Gilbert's grape. No, that's not his movie. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, who's older than Brad Pitt today? What's the name of that movie? I'm growing younger. Oh, oh Benjamin, Benjamin Buttons. Buttons. Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Buttons. That's what it is. Who's older than Brad Pitt today? <laughs> I can't think of the name. I still haven't ever that seen is... that. So if that ever comes around, oh, I'll I just do watched it. it this past year. I actually enjoyed it. People like that movie, I guess. I don't know. Some people don't. I'm sure. Some people complain about it. I yeah. thought it was all right. All right. Yeah, I enjoyed right. it. Yeah. I like what's her name. So kind of in on her anyway. Oh, what's her name? What's her name is really good. Old what's yeah, her name? Maybe the best she's done. She's the elf queen. Uh, you know, uh, I can't think of her name all of a sudden. That's how much I like her. Uh, Helen Mirren? Helen, no, no. Uh, she, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren's not the elf queen. <laughs> <laughs> she's the queen queen. Um, she's the queen queen. Right. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Frickin... Frickin! Gosh dang it! She's in that. Frickin'. She's in that new Jack Black it? magic Here movie. Uh, Here it comes. She's in all sorts. She's it's, won many yeah, you're Oscars. Right. It's not a magic movie though. It's, it's the clock in the wall. Come on. The you're oceans. Uh, oceans eight you're lady. She's one of the oceans ladies. She was Frodo. I've I've done it. I can now go to Gladriel or whatever. What was her name? Kate, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Kate. There you go. <laughs> Frick. That was painful, you guys. It was like a giant. It was like getting a giant you. poop out. Fun for me. It's like a pine cone trying to pass it through your colon. All right, we're done. Filmsack.com. Wow. Filmsack.com oh. is our website. I know, right? But if it goes which one, way though is the question? Uh, which way you're passing that it pine doesn't cone? Matter against Brian. the grain. Against the grain. That's trouble. Woo. Yeah, you'll leave some seeds if you know what I'm saying. Filmsack.com <laughs> is. I'm <laughs> gonna shut up now. Filmsack.com is our website. Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address if you'd like to communicate with us directly, or you can do it right there on the site. And you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. 
<laughs> we'll we'll see you next time. Ruh-ro. Ruh-ro. Why can't you be more like Keaton? <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.